Okay, hello, I'm Tim Gain, Sterilab, and you're listening to CITR 101.9 FM.
Good evening. Hyvää ilta. Break a leg. And a pleasant Monday evening to you. Wherever you may be. Hopefully safe at home, but I know that circumstances may prevent that from being the case. Welcome to yet another episode of Exploding Head Movies. This is your cinematically inspired program here found on Vancouver's theatrical community radio station, CITR, your voice of the University of British Columbia here on 101.9 FM. We're broadcasting an average of 1,800 watts from unceded Musqueam territory from the Stone Nest on campus, and our signal takes us throughout the lower mainland. From Squamish to the north, Bellingham, Washington to the south, West Pass Point Gray, and then dipping south across the Salish Sea, and our signal heads east past Langley, deep into the Fraser Valley. We also broadcast up to the sky and deep into space, for long as this planet and station continues to emit noisy waves for all to hear. And our signal dives down well into the underground, from where we come from, and from where all good things bubble up. Telesoptic subscribers can tune in to CITR on channel 7023, and that's the story, at least in Western Canada. Otherwise, in all these places, and everywhere else the internet takes you, find us on the web, www.citr.ca. The Exploding Hit Movies show page contains track listings and downloads for this episode, along with past ones, and you'll also find a link to subscribe to the podcast via Apple Music. You can also find that podcast on Spotify, iHeart, Deezer, GeoSaven, and Stitcher. For those times you can't listen live to the Crystal Wireless, or then the Shoutcast stream through the website. My name is Gak, and I'll be donning my cape for the next two hours, so dim the lights and prepare for Act 1. You should receive your complimentary and newly regulatory ascot in conjunction with the broadcast of this episode. Well, find something else that's silky, wrap it around your neck, and then stuff it down your shirt. Please note this is a pre-recorded show made in the office of Exploding Headquarters, so do not call in as CITR remains closed due to the coronavirus pandemic. But you can email anytime, radiofreegack at gmail.com. Just keep it short, sweet, and to the point. Exploding Head Movies is on Facebook under its given name, on Twitter at 100 Air, and on Instagram, I am Myopic Man. So CITR's 2021 edition of Fundride ended just over a week ago. Though the donation page, which is citr.ca slash donate, should still be active for the next little while in case you missed out on this important time of the year for the station. Our goal was $25,000, and the station has announced a preliminary total as we cleared at 20k. The total I have is $20,656. So that's over 80% of the way to our goal. And we should be able to keep the station humming along nicely, at least until society reopens and we get the appropriate funding from other resources. So if you donated at all to Fundrive, any show at all, I give you my gratitude, as this pandemic has done a number of how we normally fund our operations. Exploding Head Movies has pulled in a record $553.80. So along with the early donors I've thanked on air already, like Shina Yoshida, Mike Kirk, and my parents, I now pass along my humble thank you to Randy Iwata, John Pantherbone of the CITR show Canada Post Rock, and then Mark Ingram for their generosity. For those I do know, I've reached out to you personally with messages of thanks. For those I don't know, well, thank you for listening and for donating. We started off with an old Stereolab track that appears on an upcoming Volume 4 of their Switched On compilation series, which is due out later this week. Off of Electrically Possessed, 
we heard Dimension M2. And that song was originally released on the 2005 compilation Disco Cabine. Stereo Lab's Tim Gaines said this about Dimension M2. And after the making of 1997's Dots and Loops, in which they really loved recording with the computer, they wanted to build up their own small home recording studio. So they bought an Apple desktop computer, an MOTU sound card, and Logic 2 software, and started to record very simple tracks mainly using samples as inspiration and overlaying them with some guitar, keyboards, and more often than not, Letitia Sadier and Mary adding wordless vocals. Personally, it was the cutting and chopping of sounds and rhythms that was enjoyed, trying to make a little pulsy songs that were much smaller and simpler than the main Stereolab recordings. End quote. And that's probably explaining why their later songs feel a little bit more choppy, with complete song changes throughout. Electrically Possessed comes out this week through Warp and then Duophonic UHF Records, and it also features other tour singles there, EP tracks, then unreleased songs from 1999 to 2005. Not sure if down the road, Volume 5 of Switched On will come out tied to the final years of the group, but I'm always stoked to hear new music from one of my favorite acts. This week, we'll pay tribute to the Canadian actor Christopher Plummer, who died earlier this year. We'll hear from a wide array of the films associated with him, so we'll hear from Rogers and Hammerstein, James Horner, Maurice Jarre, Daniel Pemberton, Lisa Gerard, Jan Garbarek, and Oscar Peterson, amongst others, as we tackle multiple decades based on Plummer's long career. There's a lot that I could have done from television and stage as well, but film soundtracks are definitely more widely available. In the background, this is Nick Holder. From the 1999 album From Within, this is Hustler's Groove, which samples John Clemmer's song Brasilia, a title track to his 1979 album. Holder is a Toronto-based house producer, and he runs the DNH and Treehouse Records labels. Most recent release was a single in 2019 called Selected Works. And Hustler allows us to have a little discussion about Larry Flint, a flawed pornographer who headed up Hustler magazine to promote his clubs. He grew up as a bootlegger in Kentucky, served in the Navy, even becoming the radar operator on duty when John Glenn's space capsule landed in the ocean. Flint ran some strip clubs in Ohio and created a newsletter to promote them, which turned out to be more popular and profitable once it became a magazine. Flint was a contentious figure who did some good and more bad, and we'll talk more about him after some hustling songs. And we have the Dismasters up first, an old-school New York rap duo of Mike Ski and Raven T. This song originally came out as a single back in 1987, but it appeared on their only album, 1989's And Then Some. So here are the Dismasters with Small Time Hustler. You're now listening to Exploding Head Movies. Respect the right hustles.
shots, flashing cash you ain't even got. Playing the role like a big drug dan. Knowing the cash goes straight to the boss man. The only cash you got is coffee. Other than that, not a dime to spare. Do you have when you stand on the app? It makes me wanna laugh. Always talking about the way you're packing a gun. Everybody knows you're just acting. Some of your buddies that you call a posse be plotting and scheming to get them some scotty. They know you talk much crap and you're full of it. And when you do have a gun, there's no bullets. So don't try to front on me. Cause you're nothing, you're just a small time hustler.
Samimo Mobile Disco, along with Char Johnson on vocals there from 2007's Attack to K Sustain release, we heard Hustler. The latest from the old rhythm section from the late band Simeon is the lovely 2018 album Murmurations. And behind me, this is Thomas Newman. From his score to the 1996 film The People vs. Larry Flint, this is Scumbag Like Me. The film was directed by Milos Forman, and it starred Woody Harrelson and Courtney Love. It was nominated for two Oscars for Best Director and Best Actor, and it was based on at least a sanitized version of Larry Flint's life. Pushing more the advocacy of First Amendment rights, based on various lawsuits brought against him, but on the flip side and not mentioned on the film, is when people tried to speak freely about his own behavior, tied to incest, misogyny, and racism, he threatened them, including family members. He was shot in 1978 by a white supremacist, upset about seeing mixed racial sex shots in a magazine, so Flint spent the rest of his life in a wheelchair, and Flint died from heart failure on February 10th this year at the age of 78. We have two new tracks here featuring Yachty Sounds coming out of Quebec. Ormiston, whose full name is Nicolas Ormiston, is uh, from Montreal. He's got a new single out, and it's coming out through the Lisbon Lux label. So here's Ormiston with Rebel. It's ours. 
New music from Men I Trust. That single we heard is called Tides. And they have new songs rolling out on Bandcamp again after the most recent album, 2019's Uncle Jazz. Though they also put out the Forever Live Sessions album last year. Men I Trust is the trio of Jesse Caron, Dragos Shiriak, and Emmanuel Pruhl. And they put out songs as single seemingly as quickly as they record them, as they figure out albums later. It's an approach that feels apt in this day and age of getting music out as quickly as possible, making sure it sounds fresh and relevant. In the background, this is Off World, from the 2017 album Two. This is DeCamp. Off World is the Toronto project of Sandro Perry and Lawrence Peter. They've put out two albums with word of a third volume to what should be a trilogy. However, Offworld do have a new single out through Constellation's Long Place single series. It's called Impulse Controller Predub, and I'll see when I can share that with you, along with some other recent Long Play singles, since they're delightfully experimental, they're quite long, it's very apt for a lot of acts that depend on touring and they can't. So, it's a good way to get new music, especially that of a more avant-garde approach. I hope you're staying sane as this province's COVID-19 cases remain in a holding pattern. Vaccinations are at least going up after shipping delays, so shots in the arms is happening. But at the same time, the new variants that are more infectious and more harmful are spreading, and pandemic fatigue seems to be hitting people as exposures continue to happen. So, as we're more than aware, along with our physical health, mental health needs its own attention. Talking about mental health was hard prior to the pandemic. It feels harder now. But it's super important, though it still feels like how we try to do it is very ham-fisted without proper guidance. And how we're doing emotionally impacts how we're feeling physically. So however you're coping, do remember to look after yourself. And as you juggle what you do, remember to respect other people's own health as they try to figure things out. Now we have to talk about another recent death in pop culture, and it ties into the great Berlin band Stereo Total, or in French Stereo Total the duo headed up by Berzel Göring and Françoise Cactus. They're known for their lo-fi retro-hit pastiche of 1960s European pop with allusions to psych and garage rock. Françoise Cactus, born Françoise Van Hove, died from breast cancer on February 17th this year, at the age of 56. Most recent album from Stereo Total is 2019's Ah, Quel Cinema! And oddly enough, they have multiple songs on that Disco Cabine compilation that I was referring to when we were listening to Stereo Lab at the opener. I need to find that out-of-print album just to see what it's like. But we're going to go back to 1998's Jukebox Alarm with this song about a hotel that's a sly dance number. Your Stereo Total with Holiday Inn.
Behind me, this is Nick Schofield from this year's Glass Gallery album by Speakover, Garden Court. The Montreal composer found inspiration for that album from the light and space of Ottawa's National Gallery, and he restricted himself to use only a vintage Prophet 600 synthesizer, which was then reamplified at McKay United Church in the capital. When he's not making music, Schofield's sharing music as he's been hosting the show Underground Sounds on CKUT. 90.3 in Montreal for over 25 years. On Monday nights, oddly enough, right before Exploding Himuis airs on Pacific Time. And we just heard new music from Small Sins, off of the album called Volume 2, which came out a few days ago through the Arts and Crafts label. We heard 510S, or 510s. Small Sins used to be known as the Ladies and Gentlemen. Toronto act headed up by Thomas Darcy, and he records his album solo on synths, but assembles a band for live shows, which of course haven't been a thing for a while due to COVID-19. But then again, Small Sins itself had been on hiatus since 2010, so we should be grateful for this return. And I'm curious to see how these synths sounds translated live once shows can happen again. From 510s we go, well, we'll drop the S there. We're going to hear new music from Vancouver's Kylie V. They have a debut album out later this week. It's called Big Blue. There's been a few singles that have come out in advance of what people have been eagerly anticipating. And Kylie V is quite well known to CITR listeners. They've performed in concerts associated with the station in the past, guested on a few shows here at the station, and done some interviews. So hopefully you've enjoyed their music already. If not, prepare for what's quoted as nice soft indie folk rock so here's kylie v with 510 
very self. And he tries. Get hard.
Helena DeLong, with the title track to her 2020 album, Someone New. DeLong was born in Vancouver, grew up in Quebec City, but she's now based in Montreal. DeLong put out various EPs starting in 2016 that were assembled into albums, although she intended them as complete albums when they first came out. So Someone New, although considered a sort of debut album proper, is actually her second album. In the background, this is Suzanne Ciani, from a 2019 live performance that closed down the Lapsus Festival in Barcelona at the Center for Contemporary Culture. This is part two of A Sonic Womb. Chiani is a pioneer in the synthesizer scene from the 70s, and she specializes in what we hear right now, which is the Bukla 200E synthesizer. And the album A Sonic Womb Live Bukla Performance at Lapsus was released last September, and along with harkening back to when live music could be experienced in person, we can actually hear how a room sounds instead of having music input via home mixer or then a proper studio. Now let's talk about some CITR alumnus here. And Brad Winner used to help out with DJ sets and other fun events at the station when not doing some technical work, like running the website and making sure the podcasts were working. But he's been working on his own music for quite some time. He's done his own remixes, and he works under the alias of DJB. A few weeks back, he put out a double single, also features various remixes from like-minded folks, and it definitely plays up a C-punk or vaporwave sound. So from Blue Green slash Fruit Passage, here's DJB with the first A-side. This will be Blue Green.
is currently no vaccine to prevent coronavirus disease 2019 or COVID-19. You can protect yourself and help prevent spreading the virus to others if you Wash your hands regularly for 20 seconds with soap and water or alcohol-based hand rub. Cover your nose and mouth with a disposable tissue or flexed elbow when you cough or sneeze. Avoid close contact, one meter or three feet, with people who are unwell. Stay home and self-isolate from others in the household if you feel unwell. Don't touch your eyes, nose, or mouth if your hands are not clean. Monitor yourself for common symptoms of COVID-19, like a fever, cough, or shortness of breath. Call a health professional if you're experiencing these symptoms. You're listening to CITR 101.9, broadcasting from UBC's Point Grey campus, located on the traditional, unceded, Coast Salish territory of the Hunkamenum-speaking Musqueam people. This is Sir Reginald Wainsmere, composer of the film Too Many Tuesdays. You can hear my music and much more on Exploding Head Movies, Mondays at 7th on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver.
We just heard Pro Pulse. The song was Corium. And you can find that off the 2021 EP Digiform. And that came out through the London, Ontario label, A Person Disguised as People. And that college town has a distinct bedroom electronic sound, as does that label. So if you want to get a broader sense of that sound, there's a new compilation in their Forced City series called Volume 4 that features much more music by acts like Propulse. Behind me, this is Fatima Yamaha. From last year's spontaneous order release, I speak over Happy Hour at Hayex. Now let's talk about some of the soundtracks that are available for purchase, download, or streaming this week. Though do note that this is all subject to change since the pandemic has impacted the release schedule. So everything is in flux. Some of these may be out already. They may be due later, but at least keep this on your radar and pay attention when they become available. As new releases go, Emmanuel Frusi's score from Bastardi Amano Armada is coming out through Universal Music. Henry Jackson provides the score to Cherry, and they'll be up through Lakeshore Records. Crisis is scored by Raphael Reed, and that's coming out of Varessa Saraband. And Jake Monaco provides the music to Flora and Ulysses. That's coming out through Walt Disney Records. Mark Cannon provides the music to I Care A Lot, and that's coming out through Lakeshore Records. Jumbo is scored by Thomas Roussel. That's coming out through Universal Music France. The TV series My Psychedelic Love Story it's scored by Paul Leonard Morgan, and that's coming out through Lakeshore Records. And then Ludovico Inaudi and other various artists provide the soundtrack to Nomadland. That's coming out through Decca Classics. Silk Road is scored by Mondo Boys, and that's coming out through Lakeshore Records. Even though it seems like Mondo Records should be putting it out, but we know how the distribution works. Debbie Wiseman provides the music to Olivia, and that's coming out through Decca Classics. And then Gavin Keese provides the music to What Lies Below. And that will be coming out through Movie Score Media this week. On the re-release front, the latest Godzilla reissue is coming out through Toho Music. Nakira Ifukubi provides the music to Godzilla vs. Mothra. An EP of Maurice Jarre's music from Judex is coming out through Disc Cine Music. And Michel Magnia has three scores coming out through Decca Records again. Les Chinois à Paris. Moi, yen al vouloir dessous. Et tout le monde, il est beau. Tout le monde, il est gentil. Three shots, Michelle Magna there. Then we have Ariel Lowe's music from the eyes of my mother coming out through Waxword Records. And there's a limited edition of a thousand units of Jason Lazarus's music from Teen Titans Go versus Teen Titans. And I'll be coming out through La La Land Records. Those are your anticipated soundtrack releases for this week. Potato Head People are the Vancouver duo of Nick Wisdom and Astrological, and last year they put out an album called Mellow Fantasy, along with scoring big-time collaborators like De La Soul, Mocha Only, and Illa J. They worked with some local musicians, including someone I know quite well, it's the vocalist Bunny. The video for this song looks like an opulent bedroom dance party, so hopefully hearing this track puts you in that frame of mind. From Mellow Fantasy, here are the Potato Head People along with Bunny, with Kettle Boiling. You're listening to Exploding in Movies here on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver.
The act's known as Gingigam, and we heard guest appearance with Takara Araki from the 2020 album Strange Night Tour. We heard Dunyaku. Gingigam is a Japanese guitarist based in Izumo in western Japan. He also performs under the alias of Jean-Luc Tagord. As for Araki, she's a singer-songwriter who specializes in a classic pop sound with gothic overtones, and she put out an album last year called Paranoia that I need to fully listen to and share with you at some point. In the background, this is Ariel Marks, and from her 2020 debut album, Luthier, this is Diapassin. Marks is a composer who works for film, and she scored various productions, including The Tale, To Dust, Ten Things We Should Do Before We Break Up, and then recent work like Rebel Hearts, 13 Minutes, and the limited series Ted Bundy, Falling for a Killer. A lot of those soundtracks can be found on Spotify if you want to dig that up. And I'll start scanning material from her for an upcoming profile, although that joins other lofty goals that have popped up on my backlog. I'll head back to Toronto here with a quartet known as New Fries. They have a lovely minimalist 80s kind of sound, and their latest album is 2020's Is the Idea of Us. And that's where you're going to find this song. Here are New Fries, with a song tied to an active volcano in Indonesia. This song is Mount Tambora.
That was Toronto's Pantayo, and off their 2020 self-titled album, which was nominated for a Polaris Prize, we heard the song Divine. Pantayo is a Filipina act that mixes traditional kulintang elements, and that's like a gamelan sound with gongs, and there's some modern pop and queer topics involved there. And I've played a few songs off the Pantayo album once I clued into it, and it never ceases to uncover something new every time I listen to it. Behind me from Chicago, this is the Mute Duo. From last year's Lapse in Passage, this is Red-Winged Blackbirds. And I don't know about you, but over the past few days, I've been hearing a lot more birds singing in the trees, so spring definitely feels like it's on its way. We have new Cassandra Jenkins up next. And back in 2019, she was set to join David Boorman on a tour as part of his comeback project, Purple Mountains. But a month before that tour was set to happen, Berman committed suicide, so Jenkins went back home to process that news. And amongst other elements tied to lost travel, which was further enhanced by this year-long pandemic, her dream folk music took on new elements that feel like a lost conversation. In a new album, an overview on phenomenal nature, 
came out last week, which captures all this. This song off that album is sort of a glorious statement encapsulating her style, and the storyline is tied to four little vignettes with a pivot in the last one that changes viewpoint. Here's Cassandra Jenkins with Hard Drive, and we'll get some Christopher Plummer up next. So these are real things that happen where you can apply these, these um, important concepts and understand that when we lose our connection to nature, we lose our spirit, our humanity, our sense of self. A security guard stopped me to offer an overview on phenomenal nature. She said, sculpture's not just formed from penetration. You see, men have lost touch with the feminine. And with her pink lipstick and her queen's accent, she went on for a while about our president. Thank you. 
new Sarah Neufeld, and from her forthcoming album Detritus, which is due out this May, the song we heard was Stories. Detritus is Neufeld's first album since the sumptuous 2016 release The Ridge, and it was recorded right before COVID-19 stopped a lot of things, and she recorded with Arcade Fire's Jeremy Gara, Bell Orchestra bandmate Pietro Amato, and then Stuart Bogie, as it explores the concepts of interior aloneness, as we try to look back at our past selves and see what we've become since, and then what we've lost. And I'm looking forward to hearing the full album once it's out, and that's coming out through Paperbag Records here in Canada, and then worldwide through the recently renamed One Little Independent label. And in the background, this is Nathan Johnson. From the score to his cousin Ryan Johnson's 2019 murder mystery, Knives Out, this is Harlan's plan. Harlan being played by Christopher Plummer as the patriarch of a wealthy dysfunctional family who's found dead. As Daniel Craig's character, private investigator Benoit Blanc works with Plummer's nurse, played by Anna de Armas, to figure out who done it. It's a glorious throwback to murder mysteries that we associate from the 60s and 70s. And yes, a sequel is in the cards, so maybe I'll do full soundtrack profile on Knives Out once the sequel is due. And of course, we'll see what music is available then. Alas, the sequel will not have Christopher Plummer since he recently passed away, a legendary actor of stage, television, and film, and he was born Arthur Christopher Orma Plummer in Toronto back in 1929, and he had connections to prime ministers and other actors. He grew up in Centerville, Quebec with his mum, which is just slightly outside of Montreal, and he discovered acting in high school, and when he did his first production at the age of 18, he was discovered by the Montreal Repertory Theatre caster, and he ended up working with William Shatner of Star Trek fame, and those two will meet up eventually in this episode. Plummer appeared on CBC TV in 1953 for a production of Othello, co-starring with Lauren Green, and he made his Broadway debut in 1953 in a doomed show that closed on opening night after calls about plagiarism shut down production. But he appeared on other Broadway shows, also appearing on American TV, various touring stage productions, he went to London for a time, and then Stratford, Ontario, as part of its Shakespeare Festival. Plummer made his film debut in 1958's Stage Struck, but he's best known for 1965's The Sound of Music, directed by Robert Wise. It's based on the true-life tale of an Austrian family, the Von Trapps, and it's based also on a 1959 musical by the legendary duo of Richard Rogers and Oscar Hammerstein. It was a massive hit, won five Oscars. It's played in repertory theaters since, usually with a sing-along and dress-up element. Plummer's had a mixed relationship with what he called that movie, oftentimes calling it S&M and the sound of mucus. Since most people associate that as his biggest film, which may be considered a handicap for someone more Shakespearean. That said, over time, his view softened as he embraced the epic family tale, even watched it with some children a few years back to everyone's delight. Though he had a great singing voice, as we will eventually hear, for The Sound of Music, his singing voice was overdubbed by Bill Lee, based on the production rationale that Lee's voice sounded better with Julie Andrews. This was a source of frustration for Plummer, especially since his friendship with Julie Andrews was born on that film, and they kept close over the years, so their harmonies should have been okay. And if you actually find some YouTube videos, you can hear plumber in some footage. This is the song that we associate with Plummer's character, Captain Georges von Trapp, as his guard is dropped and he plays this song on the guitar. Charmian Carr 
sings along with him as daughter Liesel von Trapp. And I grabbed this version from the 50th anniversary edition of The Sound of Music that came out in 2015. Here's Bill Lee singing as Christopher Plummer, along with Charmian Carr, with Edelweiss. America, the place to find hope. If you give up, you will never find your family. So, never say never. Say never say never, whatever you do. Never say never, my friend. If you believe that your dreams will come true, they'll come true in the end. Keep up your courage, don't ever despair. Take heart and then come to ten. Hope for the best, work for the rest, and never say never again. Never say never, I'll say that go on. Never say never, whatever you do again. Never say never to me. See how easy. If you believe you can come shining through, that's, that's how it's gonna be. Remember to look on the bright side till then And never say never again 
Now, are you ready to go and find your family? Yes! Chantal! Take my little friend to immigration. You will find your family there. Everyone goes through immigration. <laughs> I would take you there myself, but then I would never finish my statue. Henri, you said never. Oh, so I did. <laughs> never say never. Good luck! Goodbye! Christopher Plummer playing a French pigeon, along with Philip Glasser playing a little baby mouse. From the 1986 film An American Tale, we heard Never Say Never. American Tale was directed by Don Bluth. It was a story about a Ukrainian mouse immigrating from a Jewish part of the country to America as he loses his family once they get off the boat. I still feel like I should share its famous theme somewhere out there, which won a Grammy and was nominated for an Oscar after singer James Ingram died back in 2019. The Linda Ronstadt is still around, so maybe while I'm feeling like a children's type episode again, I'll dig it up. Plummer does play a French pigeon, though not Québécois from France itself. And Plummer is naturally bilingual since he grew up in La Belle Provence. And behind me, this is Daniel Pemberton. From his score to the 2017 film All the Money in the World, this is an extended version of To Be a Getty. All the Money in the World was directed by Ridley Scott, and it's based on the true tale of the kidnapping of John Paul Getty III in 1973, and his grandfather, oil tycoon J. Paul Getty, refusing to pay the ransom to the mafia. The tycoon was famously played by Plummer, who stepped in at the last minute to replace Kevin Spacey after his sexual misconduct allegations meant that he was box office poison. And one month before the release date, Plummer helped participate in reshoots of 22 scenes over eight days. And he got an Oscar nomination for this last minute substitution as best supporting actor. At the time, he became the oldest nominee ever at the age of 88, uh, though that may change in a few weeks' time with the upcoming 93rd Academy Awards, since it seems like one person on the costume side, if nominated, may break that record. As for Daniel Pemberton, he's on the shortlist for Best Original Score in the upcoming Academy Awards for his music from The Trial of the Chicago 7, so we might hear from him later in March. Christopher Plummer also portrayed Rudyard Kipling in the 1975 film adaptation of The Man Who Would Be King, as directed by John Huston. Starring the late Sean Connery and the still-with-us Michael Caine. It's a story about two rogue British army soldiers who wind up in what's now Afghanistan, and one of them is made out to be a god. Connery died on October 31st last year, and we profiled some of his film work in Exploding Head Movies episode 532 from last November. But we actually didn't feature much of the Scottish actors singing, which we're going to hear in this part of Maurice Jarre's Indian-inspired soundtrack. From his score, the man who would be king is Maurice Jarre along with Connery and Michael Caine with Dravet's Farewell, otherwise known as Minstrel Boy. Whoa. 
Son of God goes forth to war a kingly crown to gain. His blood-red banner streams afar who follows in his train. A glorious band, the chosen few on whom the Spirit came. Well, valiant saints, their hope they knew and mocked the cross and flame.
From the soundtrack to Michael Mann's 1999 film The Insider, we heard Lisa Gerard and Peter Burke with Dawn of the Truth. And in the background, also from The Insider, this is Jan Garbrick with a special edit of the song Rights. The Insider is based on a Vanity Fair article that talked about what happened during a 60 Minutes interview between a tobacco industry whistleblower and then a CBS producer, as the actual connections to cancer are finally revealed. And it starred Al Pacino, Russell Crowe, and his journalist Mike Wallace, Christopher Plummer. The film was nominated for seven Oscars, including a lot of the main ones, but none for Plummer, despite getting high accolades for playing the 60 Minutes reporter. Plummer did win two Tonys during his career. He was nominated four other times. He also won two Primetime Emmys, and he was nominated for one Grammy, so he missed out on being an EGOT, because yes, along with being nominated for two Oscars, with the aforementioned All the Money in the World, and then 2009's Last Station, he did win for his work in the 2010 film Beginners. Directed by Mike Mills and based on his own personal story, and Plummer plays Ewan McGregor's character's father, who, after his wife dies, announces that he has terminal cancer, but he also comes out as gay and discovers his true self. As I speak, Plummer is the oldest person ever to win an Academy Award, and he was 82 back in 2011, and quoting his acceptance speech as he held the Oscar Award in his hand for the first time and he spoke to it, You're only two years older than me, darling. Where have you been all my life? For the score to beginners, Brian Reitzel worked with Dave Palmer and Roger Neal, and they mixed some classical greats, some jazz-age staples, and some Jelly Roll Morton throughout the soundtrack. From Beginners, here's Reitzel, Palmer, and Neil with 1955.
From 1991 Star Trek VI, The Undiscovered Country, we heard Cliff Eidelman with its overture. The Undiscovered Country was directed by Nicholas Meyer, and it was the final of the film series to feature the original series crew from the 60s, and Plummer portrayed the Shakespearean quoting Klingon General Chang. As noted before, Plummer worked with William Shatner before, during their time in Montreal. I still need to do a Star Trek film score profile, since I've done some of the TV work ages ago. I'd like to focus on the first two. Nicholas Meyer also did direct Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan. He also co-wrote Star Trek IV and Voyage Home, and he helped out with the first season of the recent series, Discovery. Other films that Christopher Plummer appeared in, The Fall of the Roman Empire, Malcolm X, A Beautiful Mind, The New World, the English remake of The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo with Knives Art co-star Daniel Craig, the Dragnet film with Tom Hanks and Dan Aykroyd, the Pixar film Up, Syriana, Twelve Monkeys, and behind me, The Silent Partner. Here's Oscar Peterson, the theme for Susanna. The Silent Partner is a Canadian film directed by Daryl Duke that starred Elliot Gould as a bank clerk who steals money before Plummer's character can as he robs a bank who then stalks him as Santa Claus. Oscar Peterson, the great Canadian jazz pianist, is the subject of a new Heritage Canada Minute. And joining Peterson on the soundtrack, we have Benny Carter on alto sax, John Hurd on bass, Grady Tate on drums, Zoot Sims on tenor sax, Clark Terry on trumpet, and Milt Jackson on vibraphone. And incidentally, Christopher Plummer went to high school with Oscar Peterson since they both grew up in Montreal in the 40s. They became friends, and Peterson actually introduced Plummer to trumpeter Maynard Ferguson, too. Christopher Plummer died after a fall at his home in Connecticut on February 5th, and he died peacefully next to his third wife, Elaine Taylor. Plummer was 91 years old. He died before he could appear in a project he had been hoping to happen for years, in a film adaptation of King Lear that would have been filmed in Newfoundland and Labrador. Plummer's final film was 2019's The Last Full Measure. Final TV series he worked on was the British-Canadian series Departure, and he does provide a voice in the upcoming animated film Heroes of the Golden Masks. In the Toronto Star, director Adam McGoyan said that Christopher Plummer's longevity was not a surprise, since he was endlessly curious, enthusiastically, and crucially, he never took himself too seriously. While a sense of fun occasionally landed him in trouble, it also furnished him with an impressive agility through his career. He was just engaged and loved what he was doing. That's it for Exploding Head Movies for this week. Coming up at 9, it's an encore presentation of The Jazz Show with Gavin Walker, and he'll guide you to midnight, so stay tuned to CITR for the rest of your Monday evening, especially if you like jazz music like this. Next Monday, it's hard to believe it's going to be March already. Alas, there's been a recent death in my extended family, and that's the beloved Greyhound Ringo, and this is on my brother's side. Although we've profiled Ennio Morricone a lot recently, he did so many film scores, so there's no risk of repeating it myself. So we'll look at his scores to two films tied to the story of a gunfighter named Ringo. We got Pistol for Ringo and The Return of Ringo. Then later, for International Women's Day, I'll dig up ambient music all done by women. And then A Field in England before Oscar season beckons. And uh, yeah, prepare for five weeks of nominated scores and songs once those have been announced. And then one frantic episode tied to the winners. We're going to close with some salsa music here. Celia Cruz and Johnny Pacheco worked extensively together, and Pacheco was a Dominican-American band leader who introduced Western audiences to the Cuban genre of pachanga. He was a main proponent in the interest of Latin music starting in the 50s. 
Pacheco died on February 15th this year at the age of 85. Going back to 1975's Tremendo Cachet, there's Celia Cruz and Johnny Pacheco with Kukala. You have been listening to Exploding New Movies here on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. Remember to keep calm, be kind, and stay safe during this pandemic. Estamos de...